Hey guys, welcome back to the show. On this little episode, I'd like to sort of um, update you on the progress on my sobriety. And um, you know what's well, going extremely well. Uh, I don't think I give myself enough credit, but I certainly feel the difference. It's been just 10 weeks, so you know, almost 70 days um, being sober. And you know, I had some conversations recently with some people and there's a lot of people having a crack and, you know, making that rock bottom change for the better. And a lot of people um, sort of give you their background story on, on what it's like and what their abuse or what their substance and, and uh, what their addictive natures are. And I like to point out that the first thing the, the well, not the first thing but the first clear moment I had over this last 60 odd days is that I've been telling myself for years that I'm not an alcoholic right like because we grew up thinking an alcoholic was you know the old um carton of beer rum chaser get hammered, drive home, beat up his wife and wake up the next day, do it all again. And, you know, that was what we considered a true alcoholic, someone who would wake up in the morning and brush their teeth with a bottle of whatever and um, and start hiding bottles all over the place. But given the fact that I've got a son in the spectrum and that there's so many levels, layers, um, numbers in the spectrum for that um disorder is got to be the same for alcoholics right like there's got to be your own version of alcoholism i've been saying it's a dependency and it's a tool that i've been using for so long and i do little videos and stuff like that and i was believing the lie um that i would convince myself that i wasn't an alcoholic and my own way and once I once I kind of come to terms with that it was even more of an eye-opening moment than my accountability moment at the start where I was like you know what I need to make a change and the change through an unconscious choice well a conscious choice now becoming unconscious um that I went down that pathway of being sober and sobriety and whatnot and it sort of come across and I was just like shit you know what I I I was an alcoholic and once I fucking owned that I mean it's just a very just a refreshing um growth moment and it's allowed me to progress even further into it therefore probably opening up all these other possibilities avenues universal tests coming my way because i was being truthful with myself and that's where the healing starts now i wasn't upset when i admitted to myself that i was an alcoholic i i was sort of like well shit like of course you were. 
you just weren't the classic alcoholic that you grew up knowing existed in the past you, your own version of it and that's still just fucking dangerous to everyone around you yourself and just because nothing happened or just because you were not drinking during the day doesn't mean you didn't you know just doesn't mean it wasn't any less dangerous it's just my own version so yeah you know that was a real cool moment of growth for me and i love the fact that growth just keeps just keeps happening it's just you know I did hear a cool thing the other day when they say rock bottom isn't when you hit the bottom, rock bottom is when you change. That's rock bottom. It's a very positive way to look at it rather than go, fuck, I'm at rock bottom, you know, death's bad, uh, looking gaunt, vomiting everywhere. That's rock bottom. No, rock bottom is change. And that way it's a positive step forward from there. And that's what this has all been about. The other thing too is the term deserving um, I heard a, snort, a short little snippet the other day of Matt McConaughey saying that, you know, people deserve the right to have this. We all deserve that. I deserve to be happy. I deserve this. I mean, yeah, the the word to serve, deserve, it doesn't – I don't reckon it has a real positive ring to it. I think, like he says, we earn the right to be happy we earn the right to have new avenues open up, possibilities, um, you know, the chance of love, um, the chance of um, prosperity, uh, wellness, all this kind of stuff. You've got to earn those, those rights, I believe. You don't deserve them, you know. Deserve just means you get it for free. Uh no, I yeah. You know, some people would disagree. It's kind of a weird one, but I just like the term "earned" anyway. So this last sixty, seventy days, I've earned the right to really be in love with my growth to this point, and to really sit back and watch how I unconsciously win battles against thought. Whereas in the past, I would have lost them straight away. I would have had a really great day and done something super cool and go, I'm going to reward myself with a drink. And then my unconscious mind would be like, oh, sorry, my conscious mind would be like, no, 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 you don't, you don't need to have another drink today or you don't need to have a smoke or you don't need to eat that you know, shitty food or whatever, you name it. But my unconscious mind would always argue and win. I'd let it win because I was just, I, had no, I just had no growth. I set no boundaries. I set no accountability. And my standards weren't up. And now I went to a wedding last night. And it was a fucking amazing wedding. And I have so many cool things to say about that. But just notably, some friends would go off and have a smoke or something. And I literally was lost. I thought about, I was like, oh, I could go with them. And my subconscious was like, no. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hang on. Now this is fucking profound. That... Once upon a time, I'd lose battles with my subconscious, as a lot of people do. Our subconscious, it's just there. It's just telling you it's okay, start tomorrow. It's okay, you don't need to do it until next month. Just, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You're just going through a rough time. Just, just let it go. And that might be fine at that point, but when it goes on for years, you've got to change. But last, last night, I wasn't winning. I was just, I had a quiet little fucking chuckle to myself, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> 
my subconscious is so fucking strong when it comes to my sobriety and what I'm trying to achieve, whether it's to change my relationship with alcohol and maybe in 12 months I might be like, or 10 more months I'd be like, yeah, maybe I won't need it. Maybe I would have earned so many fucking cool things along the way that I'll find out I just don't never needed it and on we go. Or I'd come back and be like, yeah, I'll have a beer with the mates or have a drink here and there and I won't fear the outcome. I will know that I have earned the right to decide at that time what is going to become my, you know, new reality at that point. So it was a really cool, it was a really cool moment. But anyway, the wedding I was at last night, I was dear friends of mine and, you know, I I felt, you know, there was a couple of speeches going around and I I also had a bit of a moment where it hit, hit me in the heart and it was another topic where I'd like to sort of talk to people about um, do you ever get that feeling where you try to stay connected with everyone as much as you can and then you just find you just get busy and you, you feel disconnected and you feel not worthy of their love and friendship because, you know, you just either weren't there or you haven't spoken to them, the guilt sets, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I battle with this all the time. I barbecued with so many fucking amazing people and for years – and have so many fond memories and that kept us all together. And, and then when we stopped barbecuing through COVID and things go and come and, you know, come and go and, you know, people are in your life for certain reasons at that point in time and you try to keep it all together. And I hadn't spoken to my mate Chris for a few months and, you know, I'd been invited to his wedding. It's a fucking absolute grateful. I was so grateful to be, a part of their wedding and that they invited me even though at the time I you know I guess you could say I earned the invite in a sense like you know we spoke so many times we, we were there for each other we'll talk and all this kind of stuff and and that's what made me feel bad after speeches because you know I just haven't been lately and we've been so distant in a way and barbecue's not on and I feel really bad but you know I just want people to know that it's okay that those things happen. Um, it's not social media. Sometimes people don't talk to people because social media fills you in on everyone's fucking false ass days and stuff like that. Like, oh, look how happy they are and all this. And it's just a photo. doesn't tell you what's underneath. But I'm not saying social media has done that. It's just I've I've gone through a path of growth as well as they have with their young family and the wedding that they were building and the, you know, fortifying their foundations that they have built over the last decade of their relationship forming up to their wedding day. And I just would just like everyone to know that you have people in your life for a reason and I can always pick up the phone and we can just take off, or you know, where we left off, we just normally talk from there and I will always have that relationship and distance won't affect that I you just got to be aware that some people do disappear completely and you find no need and they find no need for you or it's just you 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 got what you needed from them um and whether it be love energy respect opinions perspectives all that kind of stuff community camaraderie but it does change and I like to believe that 
becoming sober also plays into that. But that might be different. You know, I mean, I have way more clarity, more time on my hands these days. It would be a lot easier to pick up the phone. But I also know that when I speak to some friends, uh, people who do know me, I will talk for hours. And sometimes you just, you've got your family and your sport and all this kind of stuff at night to do. So to spare a couple of hours at night is pretty difficult. But, you know, make an effort if you really do cherish their friendship and and uh, let them know that you're there for them still and that you will support them no matter what. Um, because we're all getting older and these times are more disconnected than ever given the way the world's sort of behaving. Um, and, you know, I like to make a point of that and you know the other cool thing was the old narrative of getting married when we were growing up I went to so many weddings back in the day and you know I could almost say half of them are probably divorced now because it was just a weird time you know you go to school you get a you um, get a job you get engaged you get married you, uh, you have a house you have kids you know this narrative of get it done quick and then grow old together it was such a beautiful idea that we believed it so much that we forgot all the fundamentals of of growth together as couples is that laying foundations of trust, support, all that kind of stuff just totally gets missed. It's sort of like a you um you really need to be wary of that. And I got to witness that for the first time in a long time last night with this wedding that, you know, a foundation of ten years and building a family and then getting married was just such a different I, I, I saw a different kind of bond happening in front of me at the wedding it was beautiful the vows were fucking magic they were handwritten vows and um but they were so similar like they just the, they just knew every intricate detail intimate detail all that kind of stuff was just like and it was just so it was just so fucking inspirational with that kind of stuff because it's like, you know, you don't always have to follow the beliefs that we were giving as a kid. And they're not bad. They're guides. And then it's up to us to make our own minds up about them. But it was just the time and the era that we jumped in and possibly jumped in too early before we knew what we had. Um, and we're not the same people we were back then, and nor should we be. We should always be growing. If we are, then... We haven't really done much. We never really evolved um, into anything. And now we have the opportunity to change and do things for the better, whether it be health, mental health, physical health, uh, metabolic health, just health in general allows you to have a different perspective and see things in a different light. And um, yeah, it's, it's fucking beautiful, I tell you. Um. yeah so you know I'm fucking loving it I've got this new drive new focus the universe is behaving in a very different way I have a human design chart to be read this week that's coming up from good friend Lauren living in flow um, and she's going to basically translate all that my design chart has to offer and I'll see whether or not I'm living in a way that my human design would like me to. Um, I actually do believe in this kind of stuff because I've been seeing my birth date time, my birth time to the minute 
literally every week. You could probably say every day subconsciously, but every week consciously, I look at the clock and I see that exact time. Angel numbers, people see them, you know, double one, uh, quadruple ones, fives, twos, threes, angel numbers. They all have their own meanings. Take what you want from them. But I see my birth date and I was curious. And when I got given the opportunity to have my design chart read, well, I'm going to run with it and see what it comes up. I suppose it's no different to go into a psychic. I, I guess the girls might I disagree, but a psychic, you know, you interpret it how you interpret it and you take what you need from it. Same with the human design chart. I believe you're going to interpret it based on the person that's giving you the information and it might be good, it might be bad, it might not do anything for you, but I'm, I'm intrigued. So we'll see what that has to offer. And, you know, just keep smiling, not just on the outside, but just keep smiling on the inside too. It's, um, things will get better. Things will change. Um, I've met some friends again last night I hadn't seen in a while and they'd been sober 10 months and one of them had had a drink for the first time last night. And you know what? I noticed, I don't know if they noticed, but I noticed they only had one or two and they were sort of like, meh. I don't know whether it was because I wouldn't shut the fuck up or, you know, I'm not as bad as I used to, but not like wasn't going on with shit. And I was just, we were just having conversations about kids, parenting, um, uh, relationships and foundations and the weather and the f- fucking crazy ass combi with a sick ass photo booth. Um, but you know, it almost seems like they had made their change a while ago and that 10 months later they weren't, they were like, okay, it seemed like they valued their health a lot more than getting smashed that night. And, um, you know, to be honest, it could have been the wedding too. The wedding was very, very fucking intimate, very beautiful. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a wedding where I guess you cl- traditional cliche get smashed and wake up the next day with a hangover. It was a great time. It was a great laugh. I really, really loved the guys. And it was, she, the bride was fucking stunning. Everyone, everyone, it was great. They really shined it on. And, um, yeah, you know, it was really, it was a real fucking happy moment. Uh, a pure happy moment and to be sober and to be able to drive home after because I'd work the next day, that was also fun too. I mean, how long has it been since you went to an, an event? Now, I'm not talking to everyone because obviously there's people out there that don't drink already and go, you know, like, why the hell is this a problem? But it's, a, it's an important one for me just to leave the venue and drive home. Didn't literally drove home two hours. I didn't have to... I didn't have to wait to sober up or I didn't have to crash on someone's couch or didn't have to catch an Uber and spend, eight, you know, whatever. I was, it was cool. I got to drive home. I was fucking great. I just sat on the highway, put on a podcast, just cruised, got home. Amazing. And every single thought is clear. Now, that's just my perspective. Other people probably experience this on a daily basis, the ones that don't drink. You know what I mean? Don't eat shitty food, aren't controlled by their substances, aren't controlled by the... Their, their addictive personalities that seem to be trying to mask whatever behavioural problems or traumas that they've, they've experienced in their life. You know, it's just my journey and perspective on a moment. It was just fucking cool just to sit on a buck 30 on the highway, windows down, 
just feeling the road under the steering wheel, you know, just like the old days when you got your license for the first time and you weren't drinking, you were just cruising around just because you could. That fucking feeling of freedom. When do you get to feel that freedom later on in life when you've gotten married, had kids, dealing with school, dealing with work, business, all life stresses, and then just be able to get in the car and remember that feeling of freedom? Some people might already feel it now. They might still love getting out there on the road, the journey, the travel, the destination, whatever. But last night and one other night two weeks ago was the first time in a long time where I got into a car after like midnight dropping someone home because they were drinking and I wasn't and just pulled down the windows and just cruised, no cars on the road, just freedom my car my road beautiful night stars are out moon's out just cruising home get home and just feel fucking great for me it's been a while and i forgot what it was like i mean shit remember the first time you rode a push bike first time you rode a surfboard first time you fucking bodyboarded skateboard we lose those moments very quickly in time because we just consume, consume, consume until it becomes so fucking normal that we forget to sort of enjoy those little things. And um, I am reversing that narrative and enjoying things more, like walking down the beach, you know. Um, don't take your phone don't look at your phone you know you can post a picture you can do a video when you finish your walk but just you can feel the sand you can be grounded anywhere you want but obviously i like to believe that skin sand water all of those things are grounding a lot of people can just be in their lounge room and breathe and ground themselves that's more deep grounding but the beach you know appreciate that doesn't matter it doesn't have to be fucking burly doesn't have to be bloody palmy or whatever it can be just a stretch of beach where the sun is shining the ocean is humming and the sand the temperature is fucking in your feet that's bliss enjoy that for a little moment enjoy that freedom and then go about your day after that and then late at night if your kids aren't too young, jump in your car at two o'clock in the morning. If you can't sleep, and if you can't sleep, there's probably something, but take a drive. It's all right. Your body doesn't need, your body needs sleep, but you know, you can, you can work that out later. If you feel the need to go for a drive, go for a drive. Have a think about things. Like Jordan Peterson says, if you sit, if, if you sit on the end of your bed at night and you think about something that needs to be done, something that needs to be fixed, something that you should fix, if you listen long enough, you'll hear it. And it won't be the thing you want to hear, but it'll be a necessary one. That's your subconscious telling you what you need to change. So if you're up late, take that drive. Don't put any music on in that time. Just wind those windows down. Just have a listen. Listen to that wind. There's freedom in that. You'll be free of your thoughts once you've dealt with them. Don't, don't, don't try to escape from them by using any external means. Um, 
some people might sit there and go, ah, yeah, 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 but you know, we're not all like you, or we're not all had that. That's fine. I'll be grateful if you're not. Um, I do believe people have serenity and peace and freedom, um, but it's probably. I don't believe it completely because everyone's growing at some point. Everyone's dealing with something. There's always something to be done. So, you know, just keep working on it. Keep chipping away. I like to believe that – I always used to think analysing things uh, in a negative way is bad, but analysing, looking at every little factor and whatever, I think it's very beneficial because it's called insight. You're you're looking internally at things that prevent you – and, you know, I'm still doing it now. I'm always going to be dealing with it. I will 100% always be analysing things to find out when I'm emotionally ready for something. And as a good friend told me, don't close the door completely because you just never know. Because just because you're not ready now, you might be ready later to emotionally connect with whatever it is understand the feeling and the emotion that's coming through and then cast it out or accept it or meet it head on, go with it, um, trust in it, believe in it, all those kinds of things and it's just going to be okay. But also live in the now. That's the only way you can really grow forward is to live in the now I teaching myself that all the time. I'm trying to. I always go off into the future and think what ifs. Um, but that's okay. That's me just recorrecting old habits, neural pathways that teach me to stop looking forward. Just accept the job that's coming rather than try to fix it 15 times over with different scenarios. Just rock up to the job and go, right, there's going to be a customer that needs my help or there's going to be a thought that needs my help that I need to process. Just do it in real time, in the now. Like that angry letter stuff, right? Write an angry letter, throw it out. Um, go down the ocean, have a chat to it. The waves will take your thoughts, wash them clean, bring them up onto the sand and they dissolve. There's many different ways to look at things. I spend plenty of time thinking about that. And as long as it's in a beneficial, positive way for me, then I'm happy with that. But if it doesn't serve me and it's negative, I try to cast it away. It's very hard, but I'm learning and I'm getting there. And it's way better with a sober mind and a profound sense of love and respect for myself and the journey that I'm on and the the love and respect I have for everyone else that's also doing these types of journeys is that, you know, you're fucking winning. Regardless what you think, you're winning. Are you still sober? You're winning. Are you still breathing? You're winning. Um, it's it's all a matter of perspective. Anyway, well, that's almost half an hour. Sometimes I sort of just like to say that I don't write any of this stuff down. I sort of just have something in me and I just talk. And whether or not it's something that connects or resonates with you, there are plenty of people out there that are designed to be your guide and help you through. That is not me. I am just here to bring forth a positive outlook 
on situations where people can sort of go, hey, I feel a little bit like that. I'm going to go do something because I might inspire, I am inspired by some of the things Chris says. Don't like take me as an expert doctor or whatever. I have been given some tools that I can look within to find these things and cast a little bit of um, wisdom on. And that's only getting stronger as I go through my sobriety. But, you know, this is just a platform that can help breed positivity plants everywhere. And as a negative person in the past and sometimes still a little bit negative, um, I'm learning to, you know, nurture those plants and, you know, water them. And um, it's, a, it's, a cool, it's a cool process. So I always seem to do about 30 minutes. So that's about all I'm going to do. And I'm just going to cast it out there. And uh, as people listen, whether or not anything you need from it, you know, enjoy and I appreciate love and support from everyone that I have in my life. You know who you are and, you know, just living it. Just living the best me that I can at the be- at this current time. And uh, I'll see what I come up with in the next week or so and I'll jump back on and do another episode. Anyway, guys, as always, thanks for listening. I love yous and bye-bye.